Welcome to Season 3, Episode 4 of Father and Dad, where we give you a candid, inside look at the shared journey of a seminarian on his path to fatherhood and his dad. I'm Dad, P.J. Carraher. And I'm Father, God willing, Stephen, his son. Yeah, Stephen. Well, it's good to talk to you today. Uh, talk yeah, to great you, to be here. Talk to you today on a Sunday. And I'm actually going to share a little something with our listeners because you and I, we usually record on a Sunday. And then it's always on uh, Sunday night is when you, you call and you'll talk to mom and me. And it kind of got me thinking because your timing of your call on Sunday night, you know when it is, and I'll share it with the listeners too, is it's mm-hmm. always, you always have formation, correct? It's a formation, uh, uh, or what is it? So it's right after, right after we have a uh, night prayer, I'll call. So we have night prayer pretty late in the evening on Sunday. It's, it's a very nice thing that the seminary does, brings the whole house together and we pray. That's the beginning of our week. Ah. Uh, but it's, it's usually, it's usually late. It's like nine o'clock at night. So yeah. <laughs> I always feel bad when I call you because you're already pretty much in bed by the time <laughs> I'm talking right. with you. I thought we were going to say, oh, we I'm don't sorry. I'm that. sorry. I shouldn't reveal, <laughs> I shouldn't reveal the secrets. That's fine. It's a public, it's a public secret. But the interesting thing that got me thinking is, is that's, you, you know, it's every, every Sunday you're there at that time. And, and I thought about, there's a certain power there's pros and cons on routines i guess and 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 so i know that in school you've got your regular daily well this is part of a weekly routine but i want to mm-hmm. talk a little bit to your your daily routine cuz i know yeah. you have one so you're up in the morning i know i believe i know when the priest you have to pray the uh, your um i'm sorry what's the name of the holy um, holy yeah, hour. holy hour. Yeah. Now you can either choose to do it in the evening or in, in the morning. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, yeah, or, yeah. Generally, yeah. When um, at least in seminary, they want you to pray a holy hour either in the morning or, or in the afternoon. Okay. Um, as you kind of grow in formation, they kind of let, give you a little bit more leeway of when you can pray it. But I found, at least in my time in seminary, that it's I, I find most success with actually getting my holy hour in and actually praying yeah uh, just to be like the first thing in the morning like every single day that makes that makes sense uh, and because I, I have my routines that I do uh, you know mom and I we work out every day and if I don't do it in the morning it it ain't getting done and mm-hmm. there are certain things I have to do in the morning and get them done and and, and then get things done at the regular time and I thought and then I thought about you I know so you have regular things so you do your holy hour in the morning and then I believe all the seminarians, you you do. I know you do daily mass. Is your mass is in the morning as well? Correct. Mm-hmm, yeah. So it pretty much for me, my schedule is I'll I'll wake up, you know, get all yeah. ready, get all set. You know, if you have your you know your daily morning routine. Yeah. Uh, you go to the chapel, pray a holy hour, and pretty much right after holy hour, we have morning prayer together as a seminary, and then we have mass together as a seminary. And then that leads into breakfast, and that, and then after breakfast leads into our classes for the day. So it's pretty much the same start to my day, more or less, every single day. Okay. Okay. At least every single weekday. Yes, every weekday. And then I know on the weekends you have that, uh, uh, the Sunday night. And what I talked to you a little bit about before the call, but I mean, I was, I, it made me think back to my days in uh, college where I had not only routine, but I would like schedule. I had this notebook that I or a calendar book that I would schedule myself like every hour I had something because I was involved in clubs and things and and mm-hmm. uh the funny thing was that 
when it got to the weekend, and it would be Friday afternoon, and I'd think about the weekend and all the studying that needed to be done. For my first year or year and a half, I'd always think, okay, Friday night, I've got five hours, I can do this, and then on Saturday, I can do this. And always, without a, never never did it happen that I, maybe once or twice, I study on Friday night, because I just found I had to break break the routine, and or I had to rest, basically, and that it, I couldn't, couldn't over schedule and when i'm mentioning routine i'm also thinking about schedule i couldn't over schedule my life and so really mm-hmm. the, so the broader thing i wanted to talk about today is not necessarily routine but i throw that in as the background because we do need routines as as our foundation i guess but we also need to to break out of that and to rest and so the the bigger question is given that foundation that you're in so you're not sitting at home all day you're not in bed all day you're busy 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 and you've got a good portion of your life has been has been carved out for you for lack of a better sense you know time has been the question to you Stephen, is uh how do you rest and how do you is that are there what are the challenges that come along with that so i'm going to throw that i'm going to throw that right to you yeah, sure. Yeah, no, that's that's a really really good question, and it's you know it kind of sounds like a like a really silly question, like asking yeah. like how do you rest? Yeah. You know, you can, but it's kind of a, a a funny question, but it actually is, you know, it's got some profound implications. Because uh, I know, you know, when I was in college, you know, I very much, uh, you know, I, I didn't necessarily plan my days as packed as you, I guess, but uh, but I definitely found a lot of time to rest and a lot of time for 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 leisure. But I found myself, I was spending a lot of that time uh, just kind of like doing things that I found afterwards I was even more tired or I was even more spent. Um, And I think of things like, especially like, you know, going onto Netflix and, you know, you watch one episode of a show and you're like, oh, I really like this. Let me keep on watching. And you get another episode and another episode and another episode. And soon, like, you're looking at your clock and you're like, oh, my gosh, I just spent like six hours watching Netflix. And I always find like when I went on that, especially in college. Um, it's like you come out of that and you're like, boy, I spent six hours where I really could have been resting. I could have been like rejuvenating myself, getting ready for, you know, what the day has ahead of me. Mm-hmm. But instead, I kind of like spent my energy on what I thought was rest, but it really was just kind of like restlessness. You know, there's a certain like quality of like, man, I, I, I really desire to be rejuvenated, but this what I'm doing isn't really helping. And I've definitely found that you know, as I was going through college at Indiana University, and I've, I've definitely found that in like, you know, for me, it was like a huge thing was like YouTube, you know, going down like the YouTube rabbit hole and you spend oh, yeah. like one hour, two hour, three hour, and then you come out of that and you're like, oh man, what the heck? Like, where am I even? Yeah, YouTube, <laughs> but, um, uh, YouTube knows how to present you once you start going down with me you can guess my youtube channels filled with like baseball trick plays and all of that kind of stuff and it knows, it's oh like, yeah yeah oh, mine, mine, mine's slowly mine's slowly coming that way too i'm, I'm <laughs> like father like son i think but um uh, uh but yeah no yeah you, and i think you touched on something really true like yeah. the the modern culture the modern our modern technology culture right yeah. now the way that it is is it's like we're being engineered in a certain sense yes. to like keep on clicking keep on scrolling and you know that the problem is is that's not giving us rest because we're 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 kind of like still working as we're like going at mm-hmm. that as we're checking social media as we're going down the YouTube rabbit hole we're watching the next episode of Netflix Hulu whatever you know there's a certain like activity there's a certain work that we're doing um, and we've kind of really lost I think in our culture like a sense of rest yeah um, and this is something that seminary that at least my time in seminary these past four years of seminary has really 
uh, inculcated in me is just like the need for good, authentic, genuine rest, you know, good, authentic, genuinely restful activities. I remember when I was uh, my first year of seminary, we had a formation talk by one of our priests and he was talking about, um, you know, let's take a look at how we spend our leisure time. You know, think about all those times that you have to put in your schedule, kind of like going back to the whole schedule piece. Like it's, it, if, if you don't schedule it, especially as a priest, when you have like such a busy yes. schedule, yes. you know, it's really easy to just like fill up and jam pack those days as full as you can, just kind of like what you did in college. Yeah. But if you don't like, if you don't plan rest, if you don't plan times where you need to rejuvenate, uh, you're just going to burn out. Like that's just, mm-hmm. that's just kind of a fact. Um, so, but I remember this priest talking about, um, okay, so here's restful activities that you can do. And he gave, he gave three of them. He gave three restful activities that we should spend our time doing for, for leisure. The first is relating to God, going to prayer, which seems like for some people, like that seems like, wow, that sounds like a lot more work than leisure. You know, it's not, maybe not as fun, you know, maybe not as entertaining or exciting. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you, like, once you kind of start building that habit of coming to prayer and mm-hmm. even like when you come to prayer and you don't feel like you're getting much, I always feel like when I come out of prayer that there's something that's like been rejuvenated in me. Cause in a sense, what I'm doing is when I'm going to prayer, I'm like re-encountering God and re- recalling and living in that relationship. Um, so like, just kind of like going back to those roots of relationship, I've always found has been such like, such like a wellspring of, of, of rest, you know, mm-hmm. a wellspring of just recuperation and rejuvenation. Mm-hmm. So the first was relate to God. The second was relating to others. Um, I, I've definitely found, um, that some of the most regenerative, uh, you know, regeneration times that I've had in seminary or just even in life or is when I've, you know, sat down with some of my brother seminarians mm-hmm. or my friends and just like, just like had a good chat, you know, chew, kind chew of going the fat, past, we used to call it. Yeah. Back it's like, days. yeah. Chewing the fat, like getting past, you know, you can get past all like, Oh, how you doing? Fine. Yeah. How you doing? Fine. You know, what's the color of the, you know, what's, you yeah. know, what's your favorite color or whatever. You kind of get down to like the deeper stuff and you kind of like, you know, have a good conversation, you know, spirited debate or perhaps something yeah. that's, you know, touching on something a little bit more personal. I, I always find that coming out of those like really deep, meaningful conversations, I feel just rejuvenated because once again, it's kind of going back to that relationality, recalling that like, oh yeah, I'm meant to be in a relationship. I'm meant to be in communion with others hmm. and with God. So those were two things relating yeah. with God and prayer, relating with others. And the third one, which I kind of find humorous is uh, exercise. Huh. And as I remember when I heard that, I was like, really? That sounds terrible. <laughs> That's not rest. That's <laughs> that not is rest. not rest at all. Like, because I know in college, I was just like, I really, really disliked exercising. Yeah. Like I would, I would go to the, I would, oh, it was always something that I knew that I needed to do. I have, I do have to thank you, dad, because you, you and mom, like yeah. exercising, you know, frequently in the mornings, like definitely inculcated in me like a sense of like, yeah, exercise is something that I need to be doing that I should be doing, yeah. but it's not something that is, you know, at least appealing to me in like the sense, the, the, in the senses, you know, it's right. like, it doesn't wow, make like sense, but it does, but it does afterwards. For me, I know if I know I have a stressful day coming up at work or whatever, or even I don't know when's coming, just having worked out in the morning, for me, it, I, I work out in the morning. I know when I was younger, I'd work out more in the afternoon, but uh, just having that done just helps me deal with things, helps me s- think things more clearly. And yeah, you're right. It is, it is restful as goofy as that sounds. 
Oh yeah, no, it is so goofy, and it was something like I remember when I heard that when I heard my, that priest who was forming me at that moment say that I was like, "You're crazy. That does not make any sense." <laughs> and then I was also wondering like, "Oh, I wonder when he's going to say like watch YouTube videos or like go on social media or something." But that that was that was not a part of it. So it was like you know relate with God, relate with others, and exercise. But yeah. I've definitely and, and I'll tell you what, like the first couple of years of seminary. Like exercise was definitely not a high priority mm-hmm. for me. You know, mm-hmm. it was definitely something that, you know, it was once again, like I said, it was something that I knew that I needed to do, but something that, you know, I didn't have the habit, you know, you didn't yes. have the routine of doing it. Yes. And that's the thing with like working out that I found is like, you know, maybe like one day I'd wake up and say like, Hey, you know, I really need to exercise more. And then you go to the gym that day and then you come out, you feel pretty good, but you're like, wow, I feel really good. I think I'm good for the rest of the week or, or yeah. you know, I, th- I think I got my exercise in for the rest of the month, you know? Uh, so, but, but the, but the, the problem is, is like, you know, you do it that one time and maybe you'll do it like another couple of times, but when, if it's not an established habit, it's yeah. really, really easy just to kind of have it like fall off to the wayside. Yeah. Even though like, you know, you're coming out of, out of working out, you're like, man, I feel so good. This feels awesome. Um, so yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of goes back to just like, you know, you really do need a routine. You really do need a routine to keep on, um, you know, to keep keep at that restful activity, you know, keep that, at yeah, keep that's, coming that's, towards it. That's kind of the paradox. What you do. Now, it's not really a paradox once you get into it, but these those three activities that you lined out, norm, let's face it, normally we'd come and we'd look at, you know, pray, relate to God, praying. I'll, I'll just say praying and, and relating to others and, and exercise. I would think, oh, okay, these are things I got to do. That's not rest. Exactly. Rest yeah. is uh, flipping on the TV or something like that. Mm-hmm. Or sort of, and it's funny though, you're, you're, so from our, your natural first look, it's like, oh, that's more work. But from the experience of those, and I, I must say of the three you mentioned, the one that struck me and i'm going to say struck me because i didn't never thought of it this way before was the relating to others but you're right about that after i've had good talks with people i don't feel drained i feel reju- i feel more connected and yeah. uh and and also the prayer too uh, too often I, I must confess i'll i'll get rid i'll do all of my quote unquote work beforehand and i'll even you know do a rest by surfing the web or something before it comes time to pray and there have been times some more often than not maybe where it's like the prayer is either uh omitted or just kind of lazily gone through because um, mm-hmm. i i've not gotten the rest i'm now tired and that sort of thing but uh no that's that's very insightful but uh, go ahead i'm sorry i was i was i hope i was yeah no that's and that's so true too and that's something that yeah even in seminary you have to watch out for it too um, yeah, no, it's kind of really funny. I was just going through a couple of weeks ago. I was, I was, uh, going through a retreat with father Timothy Gallagher, who's a big, uh, proponent of, uh, teaching Ignatius's discernment of spirits. Yes. And he's really big on, uh, on, on, yeah, building, building those habits, mm-hmm. uh, that, you know, having a, having a really solid prayer life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when times come and you feel the temptation to kind of break that habit during a time of what Ignatius calls desolation. Yeah. You know, during a time when like thing you're feeling a little bit more sluggish when you feel like, ah, oh, you know, when you, the, the classic image that he uses is you're looking at your book of prayer yeah. and then to the right, you look at your phone <laughs> and you think to yourself, ah, you know, I'll get to that prayer later. Let me, let me go to the <laughs> phone first because that's, I, I think that's what, what I really want right now. I really want some like entertainment and maybe that's going to be restful for me. 
But he says, yeah, no, that's, I mean, you're going to, you're going to drop that phone and you're going to be in a, even a worse, an even worse place to enter into prayer. Yeah. That's it's like, very oh, true. Oh man. Yeah. It's, that's a very interesting way of kind of looking at it because, because it, the truth is, is that, you know, and it's, it's, it's so necessary too, is to find like good ways to rest because I, I think another temptation, especially for men is thinking that we have to go like all day. Yeah. We have to just keep on going yeah. and going and going and going and going. You know, we, there's something good that we get when we see our schedule, like jam packed full of stuff. And we, we, and I think it's a certain like Messiah complex. I, think I don't it's know if like, it's Messiah, man. but you feel like, cause that's the way I used to, in college for me, it was, I'd look at my schedule and it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm squeezing the most out. I've Oh yeah, 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 exactly. I'm getting the most bang for my buck. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm getting the most bang for my buck, and I think I I think in in the priesthood it kind of takes the form of like, man, my people really, really need me, so Mm -hmm. I don't have time to take rest. Mm -hmm. Um, And that and that's a huge temptation too, and the devil kind of works on that because the truth is 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 that God rested. You know, we read in the book of Genesis. You know, He created the whole world created us in six days. And on the seventh day, he rested, even God rested and he desires us to enter into his rest. Yeah. Um, so like, that's just, that's just a lie that the devil, the devil wants to try right. you know, try to tell us, but in order to, to fight that lie and in order to, uh, you know, enter into the, the rest that the Lord wants us to enter into, we really do need to, as we keep on going back, like build those habits of, of yeah. kind of engaging in healthy rest and healthy leisure, you know, leisure that, doesn't suck our energy, doesn't drain our energy, doesn't like when we're done participating in this leisure, like we don't feel, you know, spent yeah. and like looking for ways that the Lord is calling us to enter into his rest, where when we enter into it and we come out of it, we feel actually rejuvenated and we're actually able to give more because we are, you know, more filled so I'm going to throw one out there. You know, you, you just gave me, I'm looking, I wrote down that list of the three that you gave me, and those are great. Um, and, and actually, they, those are complete, too. But I want to throw uh, not a curveball, but um, uh, so that to me, knowing having those three relate to God, relate to others, exercise, those are good uh, activities. And those are things that should be, the word I'm going to use, part of your daily routine. I think it's, maybe it even actually hits, I don't know if this would fall under your number two, relate to others. I think it's important to to do things to break from your routine. And for and this is where, for me the relate to others is the thing I do in my in my field of work and I also do it in my spiritual life too. I've done it both. I'll, I'll go to conferences. Uh, so they are, the the diocese Gary has conferences that I'll go to often, and then at work I have conferences that I go to where I'll meet with other people, and uh, and it's hard. Sometimes it's hard to justify that. It's like why are you taking this week off of work or or whatever mm-hmm. and uh and it's like okay that needs to also be part of your it actually is rest it's not or would that qualify as rest i don't know uh, your thoughts on that steven i'm because I'm, I'm trying to get yeah. at I, i'm trying to get i guess the point I, the bigger point i'm trying to get at is it's good to have routines but sometimes it's also good to have things that shake them every once in a while and and you should always be constantly um looking at them and not 
treating them sto- uh, statically, I guess. That's my Yeah, I, I think there's definitely a lot of truth in that. And I definitely think there's a lot of truth in that in the spiritual life as well. One yeah. thing that I'm trying to put into my spiritual life right now, just to kind of be a little bit more, uh, you know, open. So I'm trying to, trying to make a little, uh, like, day of reflection for myself hmm. uh, once a month. Excellent. Uh, which is a practice, a practice that I'm actually taking from a few priests in our diocese who um, are part of Opus Dei. So okay. every every month they have a day. It's called a day of recollection. All right, tell me day t- where, what is this? So yeah, a day is it? Is it like eight hours? Is it a full twenty four? What, what is yeah, this? we're talking. We're ta- it's a really quick. It's maybe like half a day. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, what they do is these priests will all get together in this rectory, and they'll have like a, a shared meal together. So mm-hmm. relating with others—that's a key part. Yes. Um, and then from that meal, they go to the chapel, and they they have like. Uh, more or less kind of like a holy hour with one of the priests will give a meditation of, you know, and, and usually because it's, it's priests, they'll, you know, they see it as like an, a time to like really get like deep and kind of like bring out like, you know, because the, the truth is like as a priest, um, well, I'm not a priest yet, so I can't yeah. say officially, but from what I, what I hear other priests saying is, yeah. you know, there's a lot of things that priests go through and experience that only brother priests can understand. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of power in you know, praying with other brother priests in front of the Blessed Sacrament, having mm-hmm. one of the priests kind of give a testimony, give a little bit of a talk. And then it's also a time as well for uh, confessions. A couple of priests will go into the confessional and hear uh, their brother priests' confessions, which wow. I think is just a really beautiful wow. thing. Uh, and they, so that's kind of like a, generally the idea of what, they, what these priests do for this uh, day of recollection. And it kind of like stirred something in my heart too, because it's 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 beautiful to see that they spend like that one day a month just kind of yeah. like going back to like the font of their relationship with others and relationship with God in a certain sense. Kind of like going back to that font of relationality. And it's a it's a chance, like you said, to break from that routine mm-hmm. to remind ourselves that we are not our routine. You know, we yes. are not, you know, we we are made for more than a routine. We were made for relationship. Yes. Uh, so having that one day a month, I think it seems to me like a pretty good rhythm just to kind of like break out of the cycle of routine, which is, you know, I'm, once again, you know, if you've been listening to this podcast, I'm not poo-pooing routine. I think it's great. Uh-huh. But it is good to yeah break out of that every once in a while just to like go back to the well, you know, go back to the well of the relationship with uh-huh. yourself, with uh, with others, with God. Um, and I've, well, I've only done this a couple of times so far, but I've really found like a lot of fruit come from that. You know, it's really beautiful. I, you know, very often, you know, if I find myself in a rut in prayer, if I find myself like, man, I'm really just kind of going through the motions. And then I come to that, like break in the routine and kind of really trying to go back to the well. I, I usually find that the Lord has a lot for me and he's, he's, he gives me a lot more to like, oh, okay, yeah, this is how I should be approaching prayer now. This is how I should come back to the Lord in prayer. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of a chance to check in and actually I find that it, it, it enlivens my routine, if that makes sense. Yes. No, that makes total you know? sense. Cause it's like, um, yeah, it's, it, uh, is going to sound roar, but it's like, it's like something you're, I got this little reward at the end of the month and it'll be better if, if it's a fruit of my routine in a sense, I'm mm-hmm. going to work on this routine, but I'm working towards this goal. And I know that I'm going to have a great day of reflection. I'm building, you're building toward, it's all in, it's integrated. 
and uh, yeah, it definitely is. Yeah. I definitely think the routine, I think a good routine can help like when you come to the day of reflection, but I think also like coming, coming back from the day of reflection into back into your routine, it's a certain like breath of life, but kind of gives, it reorders, it reorients your mind to like, what am I doing when I'm going through this routine? You know, I'm not doing this routine just because, you know, for the sake of the routine, you know, I'm doing this routine because I'm, I'm, I want to order the chaos. I want to do what God desires. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to sanctify time. You know, I want to, you know, help bring Jesus's presence into the world that he has put me in, in the vocation that he has called me to. Um, so like coming back and like spending that time in prayer, that intentional time once a month or however often you want to do it is, is a really good way to just kind of like refocus, remember what's important and, and then go back to your routine you know, knowing that it is important and why it's important. And then you're able to live it out more fully and, 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 and better. Excellent. Excellent. Well, very good. You haven't, you haven't started those yet though, correct? Or, uh... so I just, I just did my first one yesterday. Believe it or not. Ah, I did not know that. Okay. Okay. And you, how yeah. do you, do you feel rejuvenated and ready to? Yeah, it was definitely, it was definitely a really strong time of rejuvenation. So definitely a strong time of, reju- of rejuvenation. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, good. I'm looking forward to seeing that uh, continue to bear fruit. Um, mm-hmm. Any uh, any final thoughts before we uh, close up here, Stephen? No, I think that's uh, I think that's good. It's just it's been it's been it's been a blessing to go through seminary, and it's yeah. been a blessing to um, yeah, just kind of especially with this question of what rest is and how yeah. to engage in rest. Because I definitely I definitely have seen in these past four years, mm-hmm. you know, and then as we continue into the fifth year, like. Yeah, my uh, my kind of like relationship with rest or how I approach rest, how I approach leisure has definitely changed. Yeah. It feels like it's changed for the better. Now, I'm not saying that I'm I'm there totally. Yeah. You know, there's definitely things, you know, I'll, I'll do something. I'm like, ooh, that was not restful or like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was like, man, I really wanted rest there and I did not get it. Yeah. So I'm not saying that I'm perfect, but I definitely feel like I'm moving in that right direction, you know, of, of, yep. of growing and, and building in my understanding of rest and how to enter into it. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, great. Well, uh, thank you much. Um, and that, that'll uh, wrap us for this, this month. And um, listeners, uh, there is no charge for father and dad, but uh, we do ask for one form of payment. If you like what you've heard, please tell two friends. Thank you. Thank you.